From inflation to rising interest rates, it's getting harder and harder to save for retirement. On today's show, we'll outline six major obstacles that could be preventing you from a comfortable retirement and offer some tips to help get you there. Welcome in to Your Retirement with Sam Dulles. Welcome to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton for Dual Financial Strategies once again. And we have Sam Dual and Luke Van Abel at studio this week. And remember, it's all about your retirement. Uh, you get that retirement lifestyle review. And when you get ready for retirement, it's sometimes, as Sam said before the break, it feels like uh, you're running an obstacle course. But the problem is the obstacles are getting bigger and the time's running out. And a recent survey by Schwab Retirement Plan Services shows that uh, about 4 in 10 uh, say they have uh, altered their 401k investing, even though they say that it's going to be the primary source of retirement income. And uh, Sam, I'd like to know uh, one of the reasons, and I think the I word is one of them, inflation. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that has caused some people to cut back on, on their savings plan, but it's really not anything that we would recommend. Uh, you know, these type of, uh, of cyclical things like inflation and, uh, you know, the markets bouncing up and down, that these come and go with time. I'm, I'm not saying that inflation is going to be over tomorrow. It probably won't be. It's going to take a little while. But you do not want to change your retirement saving, retirement investing pattern because of a what is essentially a short-term blip in your plan. I mean, if you think about it, you're going to be retired for 25 or 30 years, a long time. So if you if you don't save for that, where's the money going to come from? It's not like you can catch up. I hear that all the time. Well, you know, we'll catch up on the back end. No, no, you won't catch up on the back end. You'll never, ever in your lifetime ever catch up on that money that you didn't put away. Because if you don't have it to put away today, where in the world do you think you're going to come up with the money to put it away tomorrow? Because you're going to get used to not saving. And as soon as you get used to not saving, you're in big trouble. And even with the markets the way they are now, you think about it, saving in the market today uh, is not it's not a bad thing to do. You're you're buying cheap at this point in time with the indexes being off as far as they are. It's like everything is on sale at the mall. So don't alter your retirement savings plans because you get one chance at saving for retirement and you are not going to get a do-over on it. Yeah, so that, uh, Luke, uh, plays into the stock market volatility and the fact that just Sam just said, uh, don't be afraid of it, but that is something that uh, does prohibit some people from saving for retirement. It does. And I mean, inflation is one of those areas and the stock market volatility is one of those areas where people then use that as an excuse to say, well, now's not a good time to contribute. I'm just losing money. No, absolutely not. You want to continue regularly making contributions, regularly adding that money into there. Remember, folks, too, if you have a 401k and you're fortunate enough to have a match, I mean, you're leaving free money on the table if you just dial that back and say, hey, I'm not going to make those contributions at that time. So that'd be a big mistake to uh, pull things back and not be making those contributions. The other thing um, to realize when we're talking about this is that, you know, this is a good time to explore what's your appetite for risk. If, you're, if your mentality is, hey, I just don't want to make contributions or what have you, reevaluate how much risk you're taking. You know, our, our, a risk allies or something like that can help put you on the right path to uh, being in a right alignment with your overall risk tolerance level. 
Yeah, it's really interesting because when you see uh, stock market volatility, uh, you talk about uh, recent studies by Vanguard revealing that uh, if you self-manage uh, half a million dollars, for example, uh, you might uh, end up in 25 years with a million seven. But if you have a pro like yourselves, like you, Sam, and Andy, uh, you might be able to convert it into about $3.4 million, and that's an extra $1.7 million. So you can play that volatility game and uh, do really well with it if you know what you're doing. But don't be afraid to save. I think that's what we're talking about here, Sam. But uh, sometimes people get derailed because they have unexpected expenses to have to pay. They do. And the way that you want to, to do these things is you want to have that emergency fund for the unexpected expenses. Again, you can't stop are completely put on hold your retirement savings because your refrigerator went bad. So you need to figure out from the beginning, how much can I afford to save? And I find that in every case that I've ever looked at in a couple of decades of doing this, you can save more than you think you can. You just need to find the areas of sacrifice. And as Luke said, if you aren't at least taking the match at work, well, that's just that's just silly. That makes no sense. It's free money. They're giving you that money to save your own money. You you have to, to at least do that. But these types of expenses we're talking about, they're not unexpected. You know an appliance is going to go out. You know that the car is going to need tires at some point in time. You know that you're going to have medical copays. You set the insurance plan up yourself. You know exactly what your copays are. You know what your deductible is. You need to save for these things ahead of time and, and instead of them becoming a drain on your retirement. That's why we call them emergency funds is because they're set aside for an emergency. Yeah, you really have to be cognizant of that and uh, have uh, the preparation because I know the, with a lot of people, uh, 401k plans uh, that they – want to borrow from, and we're going to get into this uh, probably later in a segment uh, later on in the show. But uh, when we talk about debts, uh, Luke, we're talking about trying to pay off credit card debts, and that could uh, uh, derail uh, some people from uh, saving for retirement if they've got too much debt. It could. I mean, the the numbers are just staggering on uh, the amount of debt that American families have paid out, even in the the last few years. So, some data from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau from 2018 to 2022. Americans, we paid out $120 billion a year in credit card interest and fees. That is a lot of money. Um, if you fall in the camp of having credit card debt, this is an area that you absolutely have to prioritize. Um, the more you pay out in interest, the less you have to save. Um, and your credit card interest rate might be going up. I mean, we've seen that over over the last few years. I mean, 20% is not uncommon today. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, um, you know, when you're paying, when you're only getting, you know, a percent or two at the bank and you're paying out 20 on the other side on your credit card debt, that is a way that you're just, you're giving Wait, up far too much money. What's you're, that, Sam? It's a way to make 20%. If you're yeah. paying 20% on credit card debt, if you get that paid off, or yep. you just don't incur it to begin with, basically your money is making you twenty percent because it's not costing return. you twenty percent. It's a guaranteed return of twenty percent to get that debt gone. Right. Yeah. And if you're getting serious about retiring, folks, this is this is one area you've got to really take a close look at. All right. And uh, finally, uh, we're talking, Sam, about uh, something that derails your retirement plan. Uh, you're maybe saving and paying for children's education right now, and uh, you're robbing yourself to pay institutions i suppose you'd say yeah and and it is one thing that 
you know, if you want to save into a, to a 529 plan, like a college savings plan, that's, that's perfectly fine. We agree with doing that. But you cannot do these things to the detriment of your own retirement. And this is what we see. And a lot of times we will see this not even so much in saving for education. I've, I've had few cases in my years where it was for education. But what I have seen happen way too many times is the kids get in trouble. They, whatever, they lose their job, something happens. And they are getting behind on house payments or they need a car payment or they need a car or whatever. And mom and dad step in and they start making the house payments. Well, I mean, I don't know how to say this kindly other than to just say it. That's a fool's errand. Mm -hmm. They got themselves into trouble. I get it. I have three kids. I understand the sentiment. I understand parental love. But you cannot put that first in your life. They have to put that first in their life. Because you think about this, folks, and I know I'm kind of harsh on this, but if it isn't a concern to them, then why is it a concern to you? And if they don't have the wherewithal or have the ambition to get up and go find another job or to do everything that they have to do on the face of this planet to make those obligations and to make the ends meet, that's not your responsibility. That is on their back. And that's a sign of their lack of ambition that they won't do that. So do not derail your own retirement or do not jeopardize your retirement in the middle of it by needing to go out and save children. They're adults. They're grown. They need to fend for themselves. Yes, that's called enabling, and uh, enabling's that's never any good. One thing that I think our listeners should be doing is we uh, seriously attack realm of, of, of retirement planning with uh, the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies is, Sam, uh, giving them a retirement lifestyle review uh, that you can do. Yeah, this is where it all starts at. And, and in order to understand retirement, in order to be able to have a feeling of what is your, you know, what's your comfort going into retirement, are you okay? You obviously have to review it. Now, let me tell you what a review isn't. A review isn't setting down and looking at product brochures. A review isn't having an advisor tell you, oh, just roll all of your stuff over to me and we'll take care of it. If you are by any shape, form, or fashion talking about products, Instead of planning with your financial advisor or the folks at your bank or wherever you're doing your financial things at, if they are merely talking about products, mutual funds, exchange traded funds, variable annuities, CDs, if that is the bulk of their conversation, that is not retirement planning, folks. That's product selling. Real retirement planning like we do and like we have done for the last two decades is setting down and getting to know you getting to know who you are, what you are, how you are, why you are, in order to get to the point that we understand you well enough to be able to give you very straightforward and very realistic answers without pushing a product, without an agenda. We say often on this show, it's about a fit. That's another part of the risk, uh, the, uh, um, the, the retirement lifestyle review process. We go through the risk allies because that is a completely non-biased program. It mm -hmm. isn't biased towards anything. It's just the facts, ma'am. We spend a lot of time with you learning who you are so that we understand, are we a fit for you? Can we accomplish what it is that you're looking to have accomplished? And conversely, are you a fit for us? Are your expectations realistic? Are you in a realm where you need to have an advisor? Are you in a, in a realm where you are comfortable with having someone do that for you? If all of those things line up, then we could establish a relationship. But the entire premise of this retirement lifestyle review from the outset is just to get to know you, 
you get to know us. We can start getting you pointed in the right direction. And if we establish a relationship and you decide you want us to be your trusted family advisor, that's fine. If not, at least we gave you value by offering these things to you on the radio and then meeting with you in person to get you headed where you need to head. Absolutely. And Sam is talking no cost, no obligation to be able to do that, too. And on top of that, you'll get a book, Purpose Determines Placement, which is in its second printing that Sam penned himself to help you to and through retirement planning. 866-203-7486 is the number uh, to make that um, fine uh, appointment with them to sit down to discuss if you're a fit and if they're a fit for you. 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 to get a retirement lifestyle review. No cost, no obligation anywhere you're listening to us in the Fox Valley. What's happening in the next segment, Sam? You know, we often talk about the roadmap in getting to retirement. But no matter what road you choose, you're bound to run into some roadblocks and detours. When we come back, some retirement roadblocks and more importantly, how to get around it. Welcome back to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, along with uh, Sam Duell and Luke Van Abel this week uh, from Duell Financial Strategies. And that number, again, is 866-203-7486 to get that retirement lifestyle review to sit down with them. They are independent. They're not going to be uh, product pushers. Uh, they're going to try to help you to and through retirement because they realize that there are some roadblocks at times to get into retirement. So uh, let's talk about uh, retirement roadblock number one. One. And I think that uh, we have discussed this uh, ad nauseum over the last six to 12 months. It's inflation. It's volatility, Sam. And uh, you've got some solutions uh, because it can be very, very stressful, can't it, uh, uh, to have that uh, eat into your retirement plan? Oh, for sure. And you've seen this. You've seen this over the last year. Um you, and some people, unfortunately, have become paralyzed by this. They're, they're paralyzed by inflation. They're paralyzed by the volatility in the markets. And it is overwhelming. And it can be very stressful to watch as your investment balances go down, as your potential nest egg changes in an economy that you haven't experienced in years. See, we've forgotten what it's like. It's not like inflation is new. It's not. It's been around since time immemorial. It's not like volatile markets are new. They're not. They've been here since the dawn of the markets. It's just that it's been such a protracted period since you've seen these things that we start to believe that, well, this is all new. And we also start to believe that this will never end. Mm -hmm. Folks, it always ends. It always changes. The market has done this before. It's going to do it again. So here's the solution. Control what you can control. I'm going to say that again because this is vitally important for you to understand. Control what you can control. You cannot control what occurs in the markets. You cannot control what stupidity a politician comes up with. You cannot control any of those things. Zero. Zip. Nada. Stop allowing it to overwhelm you. Stop allowing it to paralyze you. And stop allowing it to frighten you so much. Politicians are always going to be crooks. That's what they're there for. The markets are always going to be volatile. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Inflation is always going to be at some point. That's what it's there for. So control what you can control. And what can you can control? You can control your emotions. You can control your uh, asset allocation. 
You can control the way you and your advisor approach this problem, but please don't beat yourself up or make yourself crazy over things that you have no control over. All right, Luke, what about the retirement roadblock number two here? And that is uh, the mentality. Uh, we talked so many times before about fiscal uh, preparedness for uh, retirement, but what about uh, lacking the retirement mindset? Yeah, retirement mindset is really key. And the, and the challenge for for us is that unless you've retired before and gone back to work, you know, this isn't something that you want to have to do twice. Um, so recognize that your retirement too is more than just kind of a collection of coordinating, you know, your investment accounts and making decisions with them. You know, the transition here really is from this accumulation phase, this growth and accumulation phase that you've been in for the last 20, 30, 40 years to income and preservation, which will be in retirement. So as you are looking at, you know, making these different financial decisions, you know, it's going to come with some social security decisions, you know, when to take benefits, what are your pension choices, what other income is going to need to come in to help you kind of prepare for this, what we call voluntary unemployment scenario that, that is retirement. So what can you do about these different things? You need to have a solid retirement plan um, to not only manage the finances, but this should also include strategies for minimizing taxes. What are you going to do about health care? That's a big unknown. Prioritizing income. Legacy planning. What do you want to happen with the assets that you have once you're gone? These are the aspects of retirement that you can plan for. And to Sam's point, these are the aspects of retirement that you can control no matter what's going on in the market. And dual financial strategies can help you do that, too. Uh, all you have to do is pick up the phone and make that no-cost, no-obligation appointment to discuss this uh, with uh, Sam, uh, Luke, or Andy Schooler, who is not on the show this week, but will be uh, soon. Uh, 866-203-7486. That's the number. Uh, we're talking about roadblocks to uh, getting to retirement, and uh, sometimes the road isn't smooth. It's a little bumpy. It's like the Alaskan Highway uh, going through Canada for that last 1,000 miles <laughs> up through the U.S. Yukon and uh, Sam, roadblock number three could be uh, uh, the fact that uh, people just throw their arms up in the air and they're not sure where or how to begin. Yeah, that's that's a big one. And that all goes back to why did we design and implement this retirement lifestyle review? It's for that it's for that exact reason. You know, the first thing that you want to discover is what's required for you to retire? What do you need to have? And it's not just about the money. I know that you're used to talking to people that all they want to talk about is the money and how they're going to invest it. Folks, that's the last thing you should be worried about is how you're going to invest the money when you go into retirement. That's called selling, being sold something, not being advised on something. So the first thing you need to figure out is what do you require? What do you want to do in retirement? What does your retirement look like? Are you traveling? But what does travel look like for you? Is travel long weekends? Is travel jumping in the car on Friday and, you know, just kind of bebopping around the state and coming back home Sunday morning? Or is travel going to Europe for five weeks? Is travel in a around-the-world cruise? These things all will dictate what you require in retirement. Your lifestyle is going to dictate what your requirements are. It's the reason why I named the book what I did, Purpose Determines Placement. What's the purpose of the money? What does it need to do? What is it required to do? 
Those are the things that you focus on first. Focus on you and what you need to do. And once that's been evaluated, well, then we can start talking about a path. Then we can make the determination, okay, are your requirements at a point today that you can go ahead and retire? If they are, super. That's what you're looking for. So then how do we move forward? Maybe you're not quite ready. Maybe you're not, maybe you need to work for a while yet. Well, then we can figure that out too. But you need to spend some really good time looking inward and making a decision. What is it that you're trying to accomplish? And then we can decide from there, what direction do you need to go? And are you at a point where you could start down that path? Absolutely. And that's what Sam Duell and Luke Van Abel can do at Dual Financial Strategies for you. Uh, it's all about that retirement lifestyle review, 866-203-7486. That's how you reach them to make your no-cost, no-obligation appointment to meet with them to discuss all these issues about your retirement. And finally, Luke, uh, the uh, uh, number four retirement roadblock is struggling to understand the different advisory services and options that are available to people. And I know that when you work with clients and potential clients, you point those all out, don't you? We do. And not all platforms and advisors are created equal. Um, there's a big, some big, key phrases out there in our industry, one of them being those advisors that operate under the standard of care called suitability, meaning they merely have to find investments that are suitable. There's kind of a broad stroke area that they could go in the direction of as far as the investment choices and so forth. If you've met with somebody and you just feel like, man, they are pushing this particular product or this thing really, really hard, there's a good chance that they're operating under the um, standard of care that's suitability. On the other side of the coin, there are advisors like us that work as fiduciaries, where we do what's in the client's best interest. We take that educational approach to give you an overview of the different areas, how we can help, that type of thing. Um, and there's also, I mean, they're self-directed accounts. I mean, for those of you, there's we've got listeners out there that they handle the day-to-day -day investments, they handle the the income flows, the taxes, all the things we talk about. If those are things that are interesting to you and you handle that, that's great. But if you're out there and you're thinking, man, this is not something I enjoy, just like I don't enjoy, you know, working on my car or doing an oil change then a planning-centered advisor, one that's a fiduciary that can concentrate on your efforts, this is a great avenue to look at. They're going to not just look at the investments, but they're going to help you develop, advise you on the different decisions that need to be made going into retirement. Um, investment management is typically one, is just one of the areas of con um, concentration, if you will, um, when you go into retirement. But you have to look at estate planning, long-term care. How, what are you going to do about taxes? You've got required minimum distributions coming down the road. Thinking ahead for how much those will be, is that going to push you into a new tax bracket? Because for many of you, it will. You've funneled money into all those pre-tax accounts. Great problem to have. But now on the other side, you've got to start thinking about that retirement income. Where's it going to come from so it doesn't blow you up from a tax perspective? Absolutely. And so, Sam, how can you help people uh, discern all of this? Just setting down, getting to know you better, having you get to know us better, and just seeing, are you on the right path? 
Are you in a place where you are ready to retire if you're at that age? Are you in a place where you need to work a bit longer? You need to do some additional things. You need to save some additional money. You need to prepare in some other fashion, maybe pay down some debt. That's the big thing. So that's why we offer the Retirement Lifestyle Review. That's why we are able to do it for no cost, absolutely no obligation, and absolutely no pressure on you. We are as easygoing in the offices in Appleton and in Green Bay as we are on this radio program. Folks, this is your money. It is your decision. It's your retirement. We are not in a position where we feel like we are telling you what to do. In reality, it's not our jobs or our responsibility to tell you what to do. It's to help you. It's to assist you. It's to come alongside of you and to help you make these decisions that you have to make. These are decisions that need to be made. They're decisions that you have never made in your life before because you've never gone into retirement before. So we're here to help. And it all starts with a phone call, set up a time for your no cost, no obligation retirement lifestyle review with Sam or Andy or Luke. And let's get you pointed in the right direction. And that's down that road to retirement that you've deserved and dreamed of. All right. And it's very simple. As uh, Sam said, pick up the phone right now. Don't procrastinate. It's 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 because it's all about your retirement, whether you're in Green Bay, Appleton, De Pere, uh, anywhere in the Fox Valley that you're listening to this program. Dual Financial Strategies has over a score of years of experience in uh, retirement planning for you. And again, they're independent. They have your best interest in mind in that Retirement Lifestyle Review. 866-203-7486. Pick up the phone and call right now. What's happening in the next segment, Sam? When we come back, we will clarify some common misconceptions about your 401k. You don't know what you don't know until you do. After this segment, you will know. Back on your retirement, Chuck Caton here along with Sam Duell and Luke Van Abel of Duell Financial Strategies. It's 866-203-7486 because it is all about your retirement in the Fox Valley. They'll give you that retirement lifestyle review, but first of all, they'll sit down with you and make sure that you're a good fit for them and they are a good fit for you when it comes to your retirement planning. Again, 866-203-7486. Well, I know that you know uh, what she knows, and as a result, nobody knows. <laughs> but when it comes to the 401k, uh, there's some things that are often misunderstood. Uh, now, most are simple, uh, but can be significant. But don't assume you know it all, because we all know what happens uh, when we do know that, when we think we know it all, something is cropped up, right, Sam? So, uh, yeah, again, sure. you know, these misconceptions are, are, are really kind of common sense. And I guess the first one is people think they can only need to contribute up to the maximum that their company gives them if they have a 401k participant. Yeah, or they uh, they think that's all they can contribute to. Yeah. It. That's 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 fairly common too. We've ran into that a lot in the past. We say, well, people say, well, that, you know, my my employer is contributing six percent. That's all I can put in, right? No, that's that's not all you can put in. There are there's actually dollar limitations on how much you can put into a plan. Um, there are rules concerning how much you make and things like that that will dictate that. But for most people. Um, you probably should be putting in at least 10 or 15% into your 401k. Now, there is some planning that needs to play, take place here because it may not make sense for you to be putting the entire amount into 
the traditional 401k where you're going to have to pay taxes on that in the future. Depending upon your tax scenario, you may be wanting to take the free money, if you will, take the match that the company's giving you, do that in the form of the tax-deferred traditional 401k part, and then maybe you want to divert the rest of that contribution that you're making into a tax-free Roth account. It's something that needs to be calculated. We need to take a look at it and see if that makes sense for you to do that without bumping you to another tax bracket. But these are decisions that need to be made. But folks, you need to be saving, I would say, as much as you possibly can. And the match that the employer is giving you, that's not the maximum that you can give put in. That's just the amount that they're going to give you in free deposit on top of yours. All right. Another misconception, Luke. It, uh, it's okay to uh, take a loan out of your 401k. Yeah, we've heard this before where people will say, you know, if if this were a bad thing, why would the company let me do it? Why would the company let us take a loan out of our 401k plan? Um, but oftentimes, you know, this is not what's in your best interest. You know, many people, when they change jobs, you know, they've taken out a loan, they've got an outstanding balance on their 401k, and now they've they've gone on to a different company. Well, now they've got a default on that loan. So the question you have to ask yourself is what's, and we talk about this on the show all the time, what's the purpose of the money? What's the purpose of the 401k? What's the purpose of the IRAs that you have? You're right. This is for retirement. This is for retirement income that needs to last for the next 20 to 30 years once you ultimately decide to pull the trigger and go into that voluntary unemployment. So is, is dipping in and taking a loan out of there in your best interest? No. So generally, if you can um, take a loan from somewhere else, you should do that. Do not take the loan from your 401k. Yeah, I had a friend uh, several years ago whose uh, heating unit went out and uh, they didn't have an emergency fund and they took money out of a 401k so that they could heat their house. And uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's just what you're talking about. Not a good idea. All right, how about this misconception, Sam? My 401k account is a great way to save for college and also maybe buy a house with a down payment or uh, some other expenditure. I'm not sure how much time we have left in the segment, so I'm not, I don't know how many times I can say no. <laughs> exactly. Well, we've about six an, minutes, it, yeah. It's an emphatic no that, no, that's not a good idea, and no, that's not what it's designed for. Folks, the 401k plan is designed for you to save for retirement, period. Period. That's it. That is the only purpose that that money is there for, is for your retirement. It's not there for a first home. You need to develop a first home slush fund in order to do that. It's not there for the kids' education. If you want to save for the kids' education, open a 529 account. Wisconsin has a wonderful one. They have one of the best 529 plans that there is in the, uh, in the nation. It's called EdVest. If you want to save for kids' education, that's the place to do it. A yep. 401k is for your retirement. It should never, ever, ever be touched beyond that ability. And the other thing that you're saying, well, if I'm going to save it for education or first home, there are very, very few exceptions where that money can be removed prior to age 59 and a half without you incurring a 10% federal penalty, a three and a third percent state penalty for early withdrawal on top of your federal and state income taxes. You literally, if you start pulling money out of that and it is not under the mantle of something that is allowed, 
you probably are going to give away at a minimum 40% of it before you ever lay your finger on one dime. And in most cases, it'll be more. Do not touch the 401k except for retirement ever. And that's because you have partners, as Sam just said, state of Wisconsin and uh, Uncle Sam, and uh, they'll be uh, plenty happy to take 40% of your money if you're uh, crazy enough to do that. And so how about this one, Uh, Luke? uh, You should stop making, you know, in this volatile market, 401k contributions when the market goes down. Right. And the key with what you're saying there is when the market goes down, right? Hard times aside, if the market's going down, the market's volatile, and you're just saying... Nah, I don't want to make any contributions right now. I don't want to lose. No. Stick with your contribution plan. If you can afford $200 a month, continue making that contribution. If you're maxing out your 401k and your IRAs, remember, folks, you can contribute up to the maximum dollar amount into your 401k, and you can also contribute into a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA on top of that, up to $7,000 a year if you're over 50 years old. If you're making those regular contributions already, this is not the time to dial things back, try to time the market, wait until the market's going to be doing better because inevitably what will happen is you will wait and you will wait and then you will be like some of the people that we see once in a while where they've waited years before they get back into the market, before they make contributions. Well, now what? You missed out on all that time. That was really a great time to be buying, right? Great to be buying when the market's on sale by 30%. So don't stop making those contributions just because the market is down. Yeah, absolutely. How about this one, Sam? Indexing is always superior to active management. In other words, somebody can do it better than you can. Yeah. Well, you know, the it, the, the, the crux there is the word always. Um, always is an awful long time. And always is is off is very definitive. The reality is that usually a blend between active and passive investments is usually the best the best investment strategy for most people. Um, indexing is certainly going to give you a low cost portfolio. That's the reason why indexing was invented. But it certainly doesn't guarantee superior performance, and it doesn't guarantee proper diversification. And that's what we find when we run a risk-alized scenario for many of you inside of your 401ks is that your diversification is non-existent. You don't have any. Oh, but Sam, I'm, I'm across six or seven different mutual funds or I'm, I'm in these different indexes. That's true. But folks, there's you have to understand there's a lot of overlap even among indexes. If you're going to access and be truly diversified and you're truly going to diversify across asset classes, you have to be doing things like commodities, real estate, international uh, exposure. All of those sorts of things need to be true and correct across the board. So looking at a blend is most often the best thing, but evaluating your current portfolio with Riskalyze is the absolute best way to find out if you're truly diversified or if you are doing everything in one particular direction. Common misconceptions about your 401k. And as we wrap it up, Luke, a million dollar 401k plan is enough to retire on. Well, I guess it depends, doesn't it, about uh, your your unwitting partners as well. It does. I mean, there's so many factors here that are involved. We've talked about Uncle Sam. Uh, We've talked about the state of Wisconsin. but ultimately, it, it comes down to what's your lifestyle too. What are you What are you trying to do in in retirement? What's your goals? 
that's going to determine. We live in a really unique area of the country here in Wisconsin where the cost of living isn't what it is in San Diego, California, isn't what it is in Chicago, Illinois. So because of that, it makes it a little bit easier to retire on a little less than other areas, but don't underestimate the amount that you need. Most people going into retirement do not want to take a pay cut. They don't want to go into retirement and make, you know, whatever the calculator online said, 50 or 60 or 80% of what they were making before. You kind of want to maintain that living. So what we need to determine, what you need to look at, what are your lifestyle? What are your goals? How much income do you need? Come in for a retirement lifestyle review so we can look at that and make sure that you've got enough in your fiscal house so that you can retire. All right. So, Sam, how do we get that lifestyle review? Make a call. I mean, it is just that simple. You just have to pick up the phone. We talk about these things at length on the show. You come and listen to Luke speak publicly at the uh, the local universities and city halls in Appleton and De Pere. And we talk about it and we talk about it and we talk about it. And if you're sitting there listening to the radio and you're nodding your head and saying, yeah, that sounds important. That sounds like me. Mm-hmm. Well, the next responsibility is yours. Mm-hmm. You know, the old phrase, you can lead a horse to water. You have to pick up the phone. Chuck's going to give you the telephone number. It's a no obligation appointment. It is a no pressure appointment. It is a no cost appointment. That is how easy it's going to be for you to do this. You're going to need to sacrifice about an hour or so of your time to find out questions you have on your mind. Can you retire? What would retirement look like? What would be the logistics of you retiring? Can one of you retire and the other continue to work? When should I take Social Security? And on and on and on. Pick up the phone, make the call today, talk to Rick, end the year on a positive note so that you know where you're at in regards to your retirement. And that number is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 because it is your retirement. And so uh, wherever you're listening to us in the Fox Valley, from Green Bay to Appleton to De Pere, anywhere, uh, get that retirement lifestyle review. Make that appointment. It's no cost, no obligation, as Sam said. 866-203-7486. And they will steer you in the right direction to talk about all the things that we've talked about today uh, so that you can enjoy a successful retirement. Remember, they've got over 20 years of experience going on close to 25 now at 866-203-7486. Dual financial strategies uh, with a retirement lifestyle review. Question and answer time coming up, huh? Yes, it is. It is that time in the show. So you've got questions, and when we come back, we're going to have some answers. This is your retirement. I'm Chuck Caton again uh, with Sam Duell and Luke Van Abel of Duell Financial Strategies. And again, we uh, trust that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and we are going to uh, enjoy uh, the holiday season. Uh, it's a very busy, busy time. But uh, it's not, uh, well, it shouldn't be uh, dissuading you from calling them at 866-203-7486 to get a retirement lifestyle review because uh, there's no time like the present. Uh, And I don't mean a Christmas present. Uh, You've got a lot on your mind here, I'm uh, sure, uh, with the holiday season. But 
uh, dual financial strategies would like to uh, prioritize your retirement. So sit in uh, with Sam, Andy, or Luke. Okay, Sam, you ready to answer some questions? You and Luke uh, appear to be ready to go. You bet. We're ready to roll. All right, we're going to go with Patty in Oshkosh here, who said about 12 years ago she transferred all her assets uh, into an investment management firm. She worked with a terrific advisor for 10 years, uh, but then 18 months ago, uh, he happened to retire himself. So uh, I was assigned a, uh, an advisor who doesn't even uh, return my phone calls, and he also cost me a lot in uh, terms of taxes last year, which never happened while working with my previous advisors. So uh, I'm worried about things falling through the cracks uh, as I'm close to retirement. So do you have any suggestions for me? Well, you know, Patty, I think... I think maybe you answered your own question there by the way that you uh, you described this to us. Um, you obviously aren't getting the service that you used to. Um, so what do you think you need to do? I mean, what are what are you feeling? You know, what's your gut tell you that you need to do? Um, we run into this all the time where people had uh, a good advisor for years and years and years. And then, you know, financial advisors retire too. I will someday. So what happens? How does the handoff take place? You know, you have to build a good team behind you in order to have that handoff so that everything is seamless and people don't feel like they've been dropped or they're falling through the cracks. But I would say that if he's not returning your phone calls, Patty, in a time frame when it's very volatile, where you're probably uh, extraordinarily nervous, I would think right now, uh, knowing you're edging closer to retirement and they won't even talk to you, uh, I'm not sure what the circumstances might have been that would have led to you paying uh, quite a lot more in taxes. I would have to look at a tax return and look at what your investment structure was in order to be able to help you determine that. But I think you've kind of got the answer in the back of your own mind. Uh, it brings to mind to me, Patty, something that uh, that I told someone many years ago. And we took a look at their scenario, and it was very much like yours. And I told them, I said, you know, to me, it looks like it's one of two things with your advisor right now. Either they don't know or they don't care. So you choose. Which one do you want? Do you want I don't know from your advisor or do you want I don't care from your advisor? And if you don't want either one from your advisor, you probably need to pick up the phone and call us. All righty. Philip in Swamico has a question for Luke. He says, I was automatically enrolled in my company's 401k years ago. I'm 55 and plan to retire at 65. So is there anything I should be doing now uh, to help me get to retirement? Hi, Philip. Really hard to say without seeing kind of what um, what you're doing now. What, what do you have in the 401k? Uh, my mind goes to you know, is it all traditional 401k funds that you're contributing? Do you have an option for Roth? Are there Roth funds in there? Um, do you have any other accounts that you'll be able to pull from? But aside from even the 401k, um, you know, what kind of emergency fund do you have going into retirement? Um, you know, it, less important because your 401k will be available to you in liquid once you become retirement age, but still having money on the sidelines, having money at your disposal is really important. Um, the other areas I think that you can really focus in on over the last, over the next 10 years would be starting to get a grasp on your tax scenario. What are you making now? What tax bracket are you in? I can't see that with a tax return. I could, um, 
And what will that look like in retirement with the other sources of income, depending on the size of your 401k? Is there a pension? How much is your social security? Is there a spouse that you need to account for? You know, you can see the layers here of the retirement planning process that come into play when you're making these decisions. So it's not just as easy as these, like, you know, one, two, three step that you can do. Um, another biggie, um, you know, you're talking about retiring at age 65. So healthcare um, will be less of a concern bridging that up to Medicare. But once you become Medicare age, um, you know, some sort of supplement, getting help with that. Uh, we have some we have an expert in the office that helps with that, so you can lean on us if that's a concern when the time comes. But if you do decide to go a little bit earlier than even 65, you know, now you've got to be concerned about health care and what to do about that in the years leading up to that. Um, and what's your plan for long-term care? Do you have a plan in place for uh, down the road when you can no longer help yourself? I also don't know if you're single, if there's a, a spouse that can lean on that maybe can help take care of you. But these are the things that you have to start looking at and preparing for now um, while you can make those decisions. All right, Sam, we've got a doozy here from Ingrid in De Pere. Uh, she's divorced, has two kids. She's uh, 59 next month, but has a 28 and 20-year-old uh, or 21-year-old uh, kid, both of them living with her. One's a senior in college. The other's working a part-time job. Uh, so uh, she said she intended to retire at the end of next year. She's got $15,000 in credit card debt. And while she's due a pension as a state employee, she thinks that her mortgage payment, uh, debt, and household expenses are going to make retirement virtually impossible. So uh, what do you think I should do first? I think my answer would be kick the 28-year-old out, get a full-time job, and help pay the mortgage. <laughs> but that's well, just me. Well, <laughs> obviously, if you have people living with you, they need to be carrying their share. Ingrid. I mean, that's between you and your kids, obviously, but um, that is very true. The very first thing you need to do is you need to get a handle on what your expenses actually are. And you need to get a handle on them in light of what will be your expected income. If you go to our website, it's dualstrategies.com, D-U-E-L-L strategies.com. On the landing page, the first one that you come to, there is a click through there. Uh, for a retirement lifestyle budget sheet. And it's designed to do that. It is designed for you to be able to set down and separate what we would call your discretionary expenses, ones that you don't have to spend money on, that you choose to, uh, versus your required expenses, your debt, your mortgage, your credit card payments, your real estate taxes, all of those sorts of things. You need to separate those numbers because we have to make sure that the amount of money you have coming in in your pension and from any other sources that you have is going to cover your non-discretionary or your essential expenses because that is something that is not going to go away you know, until your mortgage is paid off and things like that. So do that calculation. Figure out how much do you have that is obligatory, how much do you have that is discretionary, and then align that with the amount of money that you have coming in. That will give you an idea if you're even close. Because if you find out that there's a significant gap between what your monthly obligations are and what amount you have coming in in the form of pension, well, then that has to come from somewhere. That means you either keep working, you work a different job, or 
you take it from your retirement savings. All righty. Uh, final question, Luke, comes from Kokana, and it's James there saying uh, that after seeing my folks uh, struggle with retirement, my partner and I have uh, cracked down significantly, and despite being uh, a minimum of 22 years from retirement, these people are young. They're saving over 20% of their earnings and dedicating it to retirement savings because they're only 38 and 35, respectively. So are we a little bit too rigid uh, thinking retirement so early? Hi, James. Uh, the short answer is no. Um, great for you and your wife uh, contributing 20% already to your retirement. Um, spending less than you make is, I think people underestimate the power of that. Um, you're probably starting to experience that now, even in your 30s, seeing the benefit of that when you look over at your peers um, and seeing the impact that it's making on your net worth, your future you know, options with retirement um, in the future, but retirement is just a function of having enough income to provide for your lifestyle. So if you're already living on less, that means you need presumably less in the future, depending on what your goals are. But, you know, it's, it's really key. If you can continue to live like this, if you can continue to make those regular contributions to your retirement, um, I don't think it's too rigid. I would encourage you, I don't know what kind of conversations you've had uh, with your partner, wife, whoever it is, um, but you guys have to be on the same page. That that I'm not sure of, but continue to revisit your goals, what you're looking for, um, because ultimately that's going to drive the success. There is a group of, there's actually a movement in the, in the country. I don't know how many of you've heard of it because um, it, it tends to be for younger people. It's called FIRE. It stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. So like I mentioned earlier, retirement is just a function of having enough income. It doesn't matter if that income's coming from real estate. It doesn't matter if that income's coming from a traditional 401k, Roth 401k, IRAs. doesn't matter. If you've got income coming in the door and you can satisfy that, you know, the expenses that you have, well, then you can retire. And for some people, they don't want to wait until they're 60 or 65 Maybe like you, James, they want to explore retiring at 60 or 55 or 50. It's all a function of how much do you need to cover your expenses. And if you keep those expenses low, continuing to make very large contributions into your 401k plan, you will give yourself the option to retire early. And, and what's retirement? I mean, ultimately, your independence you have the freedom then to choose what you do with your time. And maybe that's working part-time, maybe that's continuing to work, but you certainly wouldn't have to um, do that. So if you want to know more about that, um, that's a discussion that we can have um, here at Dual Financial Strategies. And it's 866-203-7486 to make that no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Sam, Andy, or Luke. Uh, get that retirement lifestyle review for you anywhere in the Fox Valley that you're listening to. And also, uh, Sam, with his book, Purpose Determines Placement, second printing, uh, we'll hand that to you. No cost, no obligation. When you sit down and make that appointment to see if you're a fit and they're a fit for you uh, in retirement planning. It's 866 866- 203-7486. All right, gentlemen, a great show. Sam, your final thoughts. Appreciate everybody tuning in today. Hope the information was helpful for you. And we will be here same time, same place next week.
Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.